to the Naked Room Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Say, tell these fucking people, stop playing with us. Stop playing with us, man. Stop. Man, they out here. They need to stop playing with us. And y'all know what I'm talking about, Laker Nation. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. They say, uh, let your apologies be as loud as you disrespect. So I'm waiting on them apologies from the media. Because uh, they did. They definitely did a, a goddamn 360 on the Lakers. Oh, my God. This team is great. They're amazing. Look at the way they defend. They're having so much fun. They look so good. We've been saying this shit. We've been trying to tell y'all that they didn't put together a nice team, but everybody was hopping on the Clipper bandwagon and not trying to hear what Laker Nation's saying, trying to make us look like we the underdogs when we should never have been the underdogs to begin with. Come on now. Let's come on. So uh, they got to get their shit right. They didn't stop fucking playing with us. I, I just want to start this podcast off. And I just want to jump right into it, man. I want to jump right into these last two games. Like I said before, I was going to give you guys a podcast every other game. So, again, here is your podcast today. Um, let's jump right into this Denver Nugget game. I'm excited. I'm excited, y'all. I'm so happy to get on today because, man, they just been making us proud, shutting it down. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm excited to get on here with y'all and uh, talk to the people. So, I want to start with the Denver Nugget game, of course. Um, that was AD's flu game, right? Uh, he did good, man. He did good. I think I was I was actually thinking to myself, like, yo, I don't know how these people play basketball and you sick and you got the flu. Like, when I'm sick, I barely want to move, let alone run up and down the court, be sweating and people touching you. I ain't, I don't got the energy for that shit. So kudos to the players that play through stuff like that. You know, that just shows their dedication to the game, man. That's that's what's up. And you got to be able to respect that because us, us, you know, in normal real-life people like us not saying, I don't know why the fuck I said real-life people like they some t- type of uh, comic characters or some shit. But I'm saying, like, for us, I believe that we would have been like, hell no, nah, I ain't playing. Like, nobody wants to go to work when they're sick or or on their period or, so, or, you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to do anything. So to be able to get out there and play basketball and then go to Denver where there's a higher altitude and the air is thinner, that's, man, you got to get that shit up to AD, man. That's what's up. Um, Laker Nation, I don't know about y'all, but I definitely appreciate it. But I'm pretty sure we are one of the same and y'all do too. So big ups to AD on that. He he played a great game to be sick, man, because he, he, he shut Jokic down, boy. Jokic was just looking bad out there. And I, I've seen some uh, stuff on the internet saying that he's been having a few rough games. But I, I'm going to credit AD to that too because his defense is amazing. He can he was able to hold it down on his own with no help, you know. I mean, when you got a player that could just hold it down, no help, you, you in the money, man. You definitely in the money. You in the money. And uh, that's why we trade them kids. That's why we trade them kids. Now, let me know if y'all miss them kids now. Or is it fuck them kids? Let me know. Because I'm like, fuck them kids at this point. <laughs> we boss, we balling out, man. The uh, the Pelicans looking like we do last year. So, I don't care. Um, again, wish them the best luck. Sayonara. Peace. We going to head on and do our shit. So, back to this Nuggets game. Um, 
one thing that I want to rewind, rewind on before I get to the next game um, is the, all these excuses that everybody coming out with, y'all. All of these scheduling excuses. Oh, the Lakers haven't played nobody yet, and they've been playing sub-500 teams, and they haven't played anybody good yet. Shit, he was beating up on everybody. <laughs> but in in our defense, they are all NBA teams. They are all NBA teams. And what are you what are we supposed to do? Laker Nation, what are we supposed to do? Tell me what are we supposed to do? Okay, so we beat up on these teams. Oh, they scheduled too easy. They're playing the Hawks. They're playing this team. Okay. Then we go beat up. I mean, we if we lose to these teams. Oh, my God, the Lakers shouldn't be losing to these teams. They're so much better than that. I told y'all LeBron and AD wouldn't work, and I told y'all he was washed up, and I told y'all this team wouldn't work, and they don't have no scores, and they, they're so they're so bad defensively. I can, hear, I can hear it now. I can hear it now. So what are we supposed to do? Shit, we can't win from losing. You're going to sit here and tell me, hey, Beat up on these teams, but don't beat up on these teams. If you beat up on these teams, they're bad teams. If you if you if you lose to these teams, you're a bad team. So what are we supposed to do? We did what we had to do. Every team is an, every team we've beaten is an NBA team and deserve that loss. We gave them that loss. That is what it is. So why is the schedule an excuse? Why is the schedule a thing? I've had somebody send me a screenshot of the Lakers past uh teams that we've beaten. Talking about, oh, this is easy. Uh, it, it, Yeah, it should be. As it should be. And I did say prior to uh, starting the season that this is a soft schedule and we have to take advantage of it. Now, again, like I said, once again, if the tables were turned and we lost to the motherfuckers, y'all, oh, we would have got crucified, man. Y'all know we would have got fucking crucified. So we can't win from losing. We just going to have to keep a smile on our face and keep doing what the hell we doing because we got one goal in mind. You know, we got one goal in mind, and the haters going to hate. You know, people going to say what they want to say. People going to write their own narrative. Even if even if the shit is right in their face, they going to write their own narrative. You know, a lot of everybody was saying that this Denver and Utah will be a great determination of what kind of team the Lakers are. And they went and took care of both teams back-to-back on the road in Denver in Utah, wiped out Utah. You know what I'm saying? So what more? What what is now? Okay, now we get on we get on the internet and let me take a sip right quick. Hold up. And it's not what y'all think. We probably be doing that on the weekends. I I get on the show with that on the weekends. But this is a work week, so we got to keep it easy. So, all right, we get on the internet. And we started looking at all the sports channels, or not even internet, TV, whatever, you, whatever your you know preference is as, that you get your sports news from. So we get on, and then you see these headlines. Oh, the Lakers, the real deal. This team is having fun. Oh my God, they beat the Jazz. They beat this person. They beat that person. The narrative, y'all. The narrative. It is what it is. The narrative is crazy because. We beat on the Jazz. We beat up. We beat up the Nuggets, and now they just nitpicking shit. Now they nitpicking shit. Talking about Bron being on the court with no socks on. Bron being disrespectful. That man gave his shoes to two fans. That man cheering on his team as he should. 
Like, why? Why are we nitpicking shit like that? Why is this a story? Why is that a story on first take? Why is that a story on the jump? Why is that a story on um, Undisputed? Why is that a story on first things first? Why? That should not be a story. The story should be them winning, how they won, you know, and all that. Not, oh, LeBron was disrespectful. Now y'all just making up shit. Like, now y'all just trying to find some shit negative wrong with LeBron and the Lakers. Like, that shit is crazy right there, man. But I just wanted to touch on that right quick. We might get back on that a little bit later. But as of now, let me get on this nugget game like I just said like three or four fucking times. I'm actually going to get on it now. <laughs> so, this nugget game was the true, the I guess the true test, air quotes, um, because of the altitude uh, because of it being the first of a back-to-back, we came out of loss. Everybody wanted to see how we responded. I had total confidence in the team because I know that they did not want to win, I mean, lose two games straight. So in my head, I'm like, if they serious about this, they don't want to lose two games straight, they're going to go ahead and get this win. So, And that's exactly what they did, man. Like I said, going back to AD and his, his flu game, this team is serious about what they're trying to do. They're so serious about what they're trying to do, and I love it. I'm telling you, I love that shit. So, um, let me see. Let me see. Got my little notes here because I'm trying to tell you I can't remember it all. I cannot remember it all. And that game was like two days ago, and I don't fucking remember what I did uh, two hours ago. So, <laughs> let me get my shit straight, y'all. All right. So... One thing about this game that I was I was super impressed by was how the Lakers responded, right? When I say that, they responded great to their loss. But then when they came into this game, okay, they, they got the lead. They're beating Nuggets. Um, we go into halftime. Halftime um, goes off. Um, half, not goes off. Halftime. We come back from halftime, and the Nuggets go on a run, Right? They go on a run, they go on a run. You know, we start that sloppy basketball shit. So annoying. We got That's the area that we got to clean up. We used to be strong at the third quarter, but lately we've been slacking on the third quarter, and that's been one of our sloppy quarters. Um, but back to what I was saying is that they go on a run, and then they even take over the lead, right? So at that point, I'm watching the game. I said, damn, they took the lead. Hmm. How are we going to respond? We responded with retaking the lead and never looking back. I mean, it, it don't get no better than that. It don't. Because to me, that shows growth. Each game, they're getting better. They're getting better. It wasn't no, okay, we lost the lead. Let's hang our heads down. Let's give up. They didn't. They kept playing. They kept fighting. And that's very impressive to me. Impressive to me. I mean, I, like I said, I could appreciate that dog fight, man. They had took over that game. LeBron and AD had very even games. LeBron with 25, AD with 25. Man, you like I said, you can't ask for nothing better because they both had nine, uh, nine for 18 shooting. They both had 25 points. I mean, they're sharing. They, they fit so well together, y'all. They fit so well together. I didn't even think they would fit this well together. Like, I didn't know how they would fit, to be honest. You know, at first I was like, all right, well, let's see how this goes, you know. Um, AD hasn't been able to shine in New Orleans. And I say that very – I tread lightly when I say that 
because everybody knew that AD was a monster. But it's like now he's in he's in LA and now he really gets to shine. Now he really gets to you know write his story, you know, cuz you in in New Orleans, nobody, you know, people pay money. People see his 30 30 20 game. Oh snap. But then, you know, he does that and then his you know, next five, six games, nobody pay mind to him until he do something else spectacular. Now you in L.A., you know, every night that you play, you, you're able to write your story. People pay mind you. People see what you're doing. Only The only bad thing about that is everything that you do is magnified. So if you're having a bad game, it's magnified opposed to him having a bad game in New Orleans. And it's just like, okay, he had a bad game. But in L.A., it's going to be magnified. So being a superstar in L.A. has his good and his bad. But the good thing is that he's doing that with LeBron. And LeBron is a great mentor. Mentor, LeBron is a great person to come up under and to play with because he can show A.D. the ropes. How do you deal with all of this scrutiny? How do you play under the bright lights and grow from it and not let it get to you, not, you know, not let it affect your game? So LeBron is the perfect person. For him to be around, especially with AD being in his prime right now, man, um, it's a blessing for him to be able to play with Bron um, at this time because then when Bron leaves the league and AD stays with the Lakers and we have our next star, you know, AD is going to then take what he learned from Bron and pass that along to the next person to, you know, keep that tradition going, hopefully, of just taking these players under your wings and just helping them you know, gain the knowledge that they need and, and, and to help us win. You know, that's that's the key goal as for the Lakers and for the Lakers fans and all of that shit. So, um, yeah, one thing, too, is uh, Danny Green. Danny Green's shot hasn't been falling lately. And what I say to that is keep shooting, bro. Shoot or shoot. Eventually, his shot is going to fall. His shot is going to fall. And it's going to fall consistently. Right now, he's in a slump. You know, he's a veteran. He knows. Shoot or shoot. Just keep shooting. Keep playing your game. He'll be fine. Because he was missing, I mean, wide open shots. Wide open shots. And I think that Alex Caruso put back was from a Danny Green miss. I believe. I could be wrong. But I, I believe it was from um, Danny Green's miss. And he came from the corner and, and banged that shit. Man, Caruso has become a little highlight room, man. He's sneaky, boy. He's sneaky. He's sneaky athletic. And you never know when he going to do that shit because he come out the blue and everybody going crazy like, damn, all you see is that bald-ass head fly in the air. Like, oh, shit, there he go again. But Caruso, man, that's my guy, man. That's my guy. I believe he fouled out that Denver game. But he's playing, he's playing ball, man. So we can't even get mad at that. We cannot be mad at that. So... Like I said, shout-out to the Lakers. When shit was getting rough in the third quarter, they kept their head up, and they kept fighting, and they kept playing, and ultimately got the win. So we can't even be mad at that. The bench is starting to show up. The bench is starting to show up and show out. You know, it's good when the whole team contributes. It's It takes it, it makes it easier on AD and Braun to be able to take take some time off. Um, Well, not time off. They can uh, rest a little more and be on the bench some instead of playing 48 games, I mean 48 minutes a game and shit. So not saying that they're doing that now, but you know what I mean. Give them some time to rest on the sidelines and come back and close the game, man. 
I just love the way Frank is staggering their minutes, man. Let me take some time out to give some shout out a shout out to the coaching staff for us because they've been doing their thing too, and I don't think they got enough credit for what this team has become on the defensive side this year. You know, Frank and J Kid and Lionel Hollins, you know, they're definitely defensive minded coaches besides J Kid, but I knew that you know the Lakers put putting Frank uh, Lionel Hollins together. I said, okay, that could be. That could be a, that was that could be some some good defense right there, and it it's it is. Um, like I said again, their their offense needs to catch up, but we're not worried about that. We ain't worried about that. We can score. Scoring is not an issue, but sometimes we get a little stagnant, and stagnant is just uh, it's annoying to watch. But they'll be fine on the offensive on the offensive side. So to start the road trip off, a win at, at Denver. Very good start. Shout out to Lake Show for that. Um, let's move on to this Jazz blowout. All right. So this was a wire to wire win, man. You couldn't ask for a better game from the Lake Show. Like that was a good ass game. Like they was denying him at the bucket. They couldn't get shit off. But they did start off hot. Bogdanovich started off hot. I was like, oh shit. He he gonna probably keep them in this game. But he didn't even do it because the Jazz asses. Wasn't even give uh, feeding him the ball. You would think this man is like four from five from three. You would feed him the ball and you down twenty five. But and eh, that's their stupidity. So whatever, that's on them. Um, this is a wide wide win, man. And it was like it shit happened so fast. We was down, we was up, and we was up, and we was up, and we was up. And I was like, shit, okay, okay, we're gonna win this. Let's do it. Goddamn, relax. We got Dwight Howard hitting threes. You know what I'm saying? Dwight Howard. Oh shit! I'm surprised Javale didn't come in and try to hit a three on him. They was they was clowning. They was clowning. And I ain't mad at it. You know, do y'all thing. Do y'all thing. Cause we watching and we supporting that shit. You feel me? We supporting it. So um, this is another even game for Bron and AD. I believe they played like twenty something minutes each in game load management is what the fuck I'm talking about. And what I've been talking about is the wave that I've been on. Fuck all that load management, missing games. Nah, bro. In game load management. Once again, let's handle our motherfucking business. And then we sit down and we watch from the sideline with our socks off and us. Michael Jackson slide all the way across the fucking court. I'm just saying, this is how we doing things. <laughs> That's how we gonna do it, and I don't care if we getting criticized because we got that W at the end of the day, <laughs> and we walking, we taking three steps and then bouncing the ball. That's what happens when you winning and you end game load management. You just start to do what the hell you want because your name is LeBron James and you one of the best players on the goddamn planet. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. I done did a 360 on Bron, and I'm not saying that I'm a LeBron stan or LeBron a crazy LeBron fan. Again, I've always respected his game. Always knew the guy was one of the greats, um, but I just feel like they was trying to put my man Kobe in the shadow, as if Kobe ain't do shit and just uh, Michael Jordan. I feel like Kobe in there too, but uh, that's for another podcast. That's just a conversation I leave alone because I got my opinion. And other people got their opinion. I can't make you believe what the fuck I believe. And you can't make me believe what you believe. So you're going to believe what you believe. And I believe what I believe. And we're going to leave it at that. 
That's it. We're just going to leave that shit at that, and we're going to move on. So, yeah, man, that end game low management is what we want um, so that we can have them fresh going throughout this 82 seasons. I mean, 82, 82 seasons, what I'm talking about. 82 games. And it's going to be more because we're hitting the playoffs this year. We back. We back, Laker Nation. We back. We're back. I want somebody to tell me we ain't back because we're the best team in the league right now, man. And then – Mavs fans, let me let me rewind this a little bit and get on the Mavs fans. They're all happy and shit, some of them. Some of them all happy and shit because they beat the Lakers. Okay, whoop-de-doo, we ain't going to win them all. But y'all also not going to win a championship. And y'all also probably not going to go deep in the playoffs, but let's not talk about that. We're going to go back to this Jazz and <laughs> Laker game, but I had to get that off my, t- my chest because – they they uh, a couple of them happy because they beat us and they think they want a parade. Relax, relax. It's one game. It's a split. Chill. But um yeah. So back to my Lakers. One person I need to get on is Kuz, man. Kuz has six points in the Denver game and I believe he had thirteen or fourteen points in this game, which is better. But his defense is what stood out. Three blocks. That's effort. This whole team is showing so much effort on the defensive side. And, I, again, I appreciate that shit because it makes it so much better to watch. I don't want to watch no all-star level defense, uh, all these games with people just scoring. You know what I'm saying? I want to see somebody get blocked, somebody get put on their ass, you know, stop a man, stop a man instead of just, you know, got them going to the hoop with no pressure or nothing. Um, so I can appreciate the three blocks from Kuz. He's working on his game. I just need him to show up and show out, man. I'm waiting on him to show out. Kuz is like just – he not aggressive. He needs to get back to being aggressive, Kuz. Even with less touches, he has to go back to being aggressive. He's not. like he. I've seen him pass up so many wide-open shots, and I'm like, bro, you got to shoot that. You Shoot it. Because now you're throwing it to this person in the corner, and they got seconds to shoot, which makes it a bad shot. So, you know, take that shot, and if you miss it, you miss it. You know, they always say pass, pass up a good shot to get – a great shot, and uh, he take that to heart, and I appreciate that. That's cool and everything, but sometimes you got to take that. You got to be aggressive, and if you wide open, that's a great shot too. You know what I'm saying? That's a great shot too. It's not like you've been covered or anything like that. So I need Kuz to go back to the aggressiveness that he's always been, that mama mentality. I need that dog. Bring that dog out of you, Kuz. Bring that dog back, man. Quit all that aggress- that passive-aggressive shit. And go back to being that dog that you are, man. Because we missing that out here, man. You you do that, say game over for the league, bro. Let Kuz come out and, and start giving us 18 points a game with Bron and AD. Stop. Stop. Don't, I, I don't want to hear nothing about no other team if Kuz do, does what he does. And that's a big if because he is the X factor. And I think I believe the only other team that's on our level is the Milwaukee Bucks. They doing their thing, and we play them pretty soon, too, so we really going to see what's up. Um, but um, what's crazy is just that everybody was talking about this team defense in the beginning of the season, beginning, you know, saying that they ain't going to play no defense, and this is what they hang their hat on, the defensive side of the game. They was not letting the Jazz get nothing. They held the Jazz to, like, 96 points or so and probably could have held them to less, you know. Because they put the bench in. Um, AD and Braun 
set out early. Like I said, they, they played 20 some odd minutes. And Rondo, I can't say enough about Rondo because at first in the preseason, he was sneaking it up. I was like, God, damn, Rondo, what, 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 what we signed you for, nigga? Just kill me, man. But uh, he came, he's showing up, and he's showing out. All we need Rondo to do is stay healthy and keep doing him with his, uh, what he had, 14 points and 12 assists with nine rebounds, I believe, almost a triple double. I mean, you can't ask for nothing less than that. You feel me? You got to be happy with that. 12 points. Uh, not 12 points, 12 assists, and that takes a lot of pressure off of Bron. Uh, Rondo, and Rondo been clipping that three, too. He been hitting them threes good. He been hitting them threes good. And I, I be kind of cringy when he shoot it because we all know he wouldn't even take a three when he was playing in Boston. So now for him to just go ahead and take that three with – and the key is him taking that three with confidence. As long as he continue to take it with confidence – I think he'll be all right, man. And the defense going to give it to him. Every time, they're going to go under the screen. They're not going to go over it because they expect Rondo to not shoot it. And he's going to keep just keep shooting that shit and just, you know, if it falls, just don't get trigger happy because sometimes he get trigger happy and he just starts shooting him, heat checking and shit. Like, okay, okay, chill, chill, chill. You know, we, we know you, we can, you can make a couple <laughs> a game. Let's not think we Steph Curry, Clay Thompson out here because we, you know, relax, relax. But um, yeah, man, that was a good win, man. That I just need them to stop playing with us, bruh. Stop playing with us. Stop it. They still talking, you know. People still talking. I love it, man. We like the underdogs out here, or we were like the underdogs. I don't know about now, but uh, we seen like some underdogs, and that was that was. I don't know what warranted us for that, cause nobody has won anything right now for them just to say, you know, flat out, this team is the team to beat. Like, I don't see how they're saying that other team in, in L.A. is the team to beat. And I could see – I could kind of see – well, I can't see Milwaukee because Milwaukee didn't win. Nobody won. The only time it was somebody actually being a team to beat was the Warriors, and they hurt. So, we know there is, to me, in my opinion, y'all, there is no team to beat as of yet because nobody's won. If if there had to be a team to beat, it would have to be Toronto because they are the last one to win the championship. But that's just my opinion, man. You know, that's what I think. Um, everybody thinks differently. So this is a good start to the road trip for us, a very good start. Um, I need to say I've been, you know, harping on them moving without the ball. And last night, KCP had two backdoor cuts is what I'm is what I keep talking about. Don't get stagnant, y'all. Don't just stand there ball watching. Move. The defense don't ain't even gonna pay too much attention because they too busy looking at Brown and A D and you sneak back there, you cut, you drive, just move it up the ball, move it on the perimeter, and get them open shots. And it man, the offense looks so much better, but sometimes we get stuck just watching LeBron and, you know, and that's that's what I be talking about. KC, KCP, two backdoor cuts. Back-to-back. Back. LeBron seen him. Like I said, as long as you're moving, the ball is going to find you. Move around, get open, the ball will find you. So I'm happy that they did do that. Um, I can appreciate that. Uh, the Jazz announcers, salty, boy. And that's just disrespectful. That's just disrespectful. Why? Why is it disrespectful what LeBron did? Because he ran on the floor with his shoes off. Now, if we're saying it's a safety hazard, that's different. It's a safety hazard. Like, oh, you can slip, whatever. That's different. 
But you telling me that, that how is that disrespectful? Like I said, the man gave his shoes away. He he done for the night. Y'all know he done for the night. Clearly, talking about he checked out. What the fuck else he was supposed to do? He got down by 25. Was he supposed to continue to play? For what? What do you mean, bro? Like, what, what was he supposed to do? No. Like, if he want to take his damn shoes off, game over, bro. This game is in the bucket. Like, man, like just like I said, just nitpicking and trying to find a story, and they just mad because they lost. If you lost, you lost. You know what I'm saying? Take that shit in the chin. And don't flinch or I'll hit you with two. <laughs> baby boy, man, if y'all don't know, baby boy. But, um, yeah, them announcers was mad. They were so mad, bro. But it is what it is. Your team getting drugged across the floor, I'd be mad too. So, shout out to the Lakers. Good start. Portland next, guys. Um, You know, let's hope for a win there. That's going to be a good a good test for us because – Playing in their their arena, we always seen it lose there too. That's a tough place for us to win, also. So you know we can't sleep on no team again. Always respect all the teams. Every team is an NBA team, regardless of their schedule. Any team can beat you, you know, regardless of what their records say. So that's gonna do it for this episode of the Laker Room Podcast. I'm your host Ray G. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at r a e underscore g three three. That's R-A-E underscore G33. Have a good one.